Thank you for listening to the CEO-ish podcast with me, Taylor Graham. And me, Chloe Willemson. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the CEO-ish podcast. As always, we are Chloe and Taylor, and it has been a literal week since we've recorded, so we are so happy to be back. Yes, we'll spare you, though. We haven't seen you guys since last year, jokes, because this is the first time that Chloe and I are sitting down to record in 2022, and the amount of jokes that I've already heard about that is just astronomical, so we're going to skip that. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) The last time that we recorded was actually mid-December because I was traveling, which I will get into more later in the catch-up portion, but it feels awesome to be behind the mic again. I missed it. I missed you guys, and I missed talking to you, Tay. I missed it too. And also, might I add that the microphone quality is impeccable. We finally got the microphone situation sorted out, you guys. Chloe has a microphone. Amazon is not holding it hostage. Mm -hmm. I'm mad at a different company now. I'll tell you guys about that later. Oh my gosh, yes. We (laughs) We forgive Amazon for now. (laughs) We have so much to unfold. So I'm very excited to be behind the mic. It felt so weird not recording and talking to you every day because our agency also did take a break. I gave everyone like a week and a half to two weeks off. So Chloe and I didn't talk on a daily basis like we normally do. And I was thinking about this this morning, but you know what's absolutely wild to think about? Next month, we will have officially been podcasting for over a year. Hell yeah. I know, I'm right? I'm proud of us. Like, we stuck with this for a whole year. This is the closest thing to a hobby that I have, honestly. Yeah, but we're not trying to make this a hobby, okay? We want that cash, <laughs> if we're being honest. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. We, we would like to monetize the podcast at some point, but I am also proud of myself for sticking with something this long. So mm-hmm. I'm very excited about that. And which all of this leads me to a very exciting housekeeping update that we have been working on behind the scenes secretly for the last two months. We said nothing about this because everything was going wrong for me during the process. But Chloe, take it away. We have a podcast website. So you can now go to www.ceoishpodcast.com spelled like our name in the podcast. And it is beautiful, a centralized place with all of our episodes, show notes, information about the podcast and us as your hosts. And there's also a contact form for you guys to be able to get in touch with us, write us messages, apply to be a guest or sponsor on the show, and so much more. Seriously, guys, check it out. We worked really, really hard on this. I'm going to be honest, Taylor worked really, really hard on this. (laughs) And we are so excited to finally be able to share it with you guys. So please go check it out. Taylor will have it linked in the show notes as always moving forward. But yeah. I do want to shout out one entrepreneur and just incredible business owner that helped us throughout this entire process, Madkind Design. I will have her Instagram and information and website stuff linked in the show notes as well. You guys, let me tell you the story of basically everything that went wrong with this website. So in 2019, I purchased a premium theme template to be able to build my socially tailored website. And I built it myself, absolutely no problem. So I thought that I could use this same template and it would be no problem once more because I did it again in like a week. It was beautiful, drag and drop, customize the colors, super easy. Well, this template's code is like two years old, which I came to find out. And I've been updating my website, so it got updated accordingly. But just dragging and dropping this OG template in no longer worked. And the code got fucked up on the website. And there was so much happening display-wise that was just 
so incorrect that I didn't even know where to begin to pinpoint the problem. So I ended up finding a web designer to be able to help. She came highly recommended. She's worked with multiple of my clients. Um, I've seen her all over Instagram. I very much trusted her work and she got this done in like a day. She was so fast. I cannot recommend her enough. And I also, I don't want to like hoe her out and say that she's going to be able to like do everyone's projects in like a day. But what ended up happening with our website and the problem that she was able to identify ended up being a super relatively easy, quick fix. Um, But I am just so appreciative of her and her time and just responsiveness. She was an A1 service provider, an A1 contractor in terms of communication and responsiveness. So I just wanted to give her a shout out. But yes, please go check out the website because I almost lost my hair over it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was it was relatively easy for her. But like if we were to sit down and try to work it out, we would be working on it for weeks and go bald. Yeah, I don't code. So that's one thing I've learned and I know my Mm -hmm. place. Same. So we are going to actually later get into our catch up. That's kind of the bulk of this episode. Um, But first we'll do our products. Taylor, do you want to go first? Yeah. Um, Just to add on to that, again, Chloe and I haven't recorded in three weeks, so we do want this to be like a bigger catch-up episode because truthfully, we haven't even talked to each other. So just a little out of order for this episode, but we're we're rocking with it. Mm -hmm. Um, My favorite of the week is actually a Christmas gift that I received, and I've wanted this product for so long. It blew up on TikTok. I want to say in like September. I feel like that's when all the influencers got it and I saw it all over, all over. But I love Charlotte Tilbury products, so I knew I wanted this immediately. And it is her Nudegasm palette. I think the full title, I have it written down here, but it's just so long and everybody just calls it the Nudegasm palette. It is the Charlotte Tilbury Super Nudes Nudegasm Bronze Sculpt and Glow Face Palette. I love it. I will definitely say it is definitely for the lighter of skin tones. I do not think that this product would work for darker people of color just because the tones aren't there Um, or the depth in the pigment, I should say. Um, But I absolutely love this product if you're fair in skin tone and it's so glowy. It's so pretty. Charlotte Tilbury is pretty much the only powdered products I use at this point. I've completely converted to cream and liquid and dewy products. I want all of the luminosity on my face. I want zero powder, zero matte. Um, But she does a really good job of formulating her powder products. So they're still really luminous. So check out Charlotte Tilbury, check out the product or the palette. And I will say if you're interested in getting the palette, definitely grab it because it is limited edition. I checked on Sephora's website and it is still available, but I'm not sure how much longer it will be. Mm. I got a Sephora gift card for Christmas and I was looking on their website and everything Charlotte Tilbury that came up, I was like, oh, Taylor would like that. Taylor would love that. I love her brand so much. The My only complaint, and I've said this from the start of her launch, is that she needs to expand her color range. There are not enough colors for olive skin tone because I fall into that category. All of her foundations are either too orange for me or too of that like paley blushy pink. It's mm-hmm. never olive enough and she does not include skin tone for people of color in the darker color selections enough. That's crazy. I would think that like at this day and age that every brand would have multiple shades for every skin tone. I even know like I'm definitely on the very light end, but I'm a very pale yellow color. Yeah. And sometimes brands will only have like a pale pink that you were saying, and it just looks so gross on me. Drugstore brands are the worst about that. I can't wear drugstore foundation because all of it is too pink. Like I know I I used to be made fun of in high school for being the person that had really expensive makeup and like bougie products, but it was literally because I could not find my color in anything that wasn't expensive. Like... (laughs) 
<laughs> That's good. I was, that just made me think like, yeah, I probably wasn't wearing my shade either, but I just didn't care or know better. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, we definitely all wore our wrong foundation shade in middle school. I can definitely account the um, – I had two foundations. The disgusting Maybelline Dream Matte Mousse Foundation that was just so oh. orange. Not my color. And it just caked on. Oh, it was so bad. And then the cover girl – was it like their Cheekers line? I don't know. It's the foundation that comes in the triangle bottle. Mm-hmm. It smells like pure chemicals. Everybody wore it at one point. Yep. But that foundation, I can specifically remember, was um, – I categorized it as my Jersey Shore era where I was inspired by Snooki and I just wanted to be tan like her. So I bought foundation that was for tan, but really on me it was just bright orange and I looked like a pumpkin. It was terrible. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, these like middle schoolers aren't going through that super awkward phase that we all went through. So that's kind of disappointing. It's actually terrifying. I don't know how they're skipping this. It is. is. Like, no, you got to be weird and awkward for a little bit. Hold on. I I also want to know how the 12 and 13 year olds are affording Aritzia clothing when I, as a 24 year old, am now just starting to be able to afford Aritzia clothing. Go back to justice where you belong. Mm Mm-hmm. Man. (laughs) All right, so my product this week is my favorite Christmas gift, which is Open Run Aeroplex headphones. So these are the kind they wrap around the back of my head and kind of hook over my ears so they don't actually go into my ear, which is really nice because I have tried, what is it? What's the iPhone version? What's the Apple version? AirPods. AirPods. I've tried my brother's AirPods and I don't love them. They fall out. And then I've tried like knockoff versions of AirPods and they're like way too big. So just... I don't love it in my ear, I guess, is what I'm saying. So these ones, since they hook over the top and it uses like bone conductivity technology or whatever, so the sound goes like through this little bone you have in front of your ear, and it's just really nice. Interesting. Yeah, I really like them. They stay on really well, and they have like really good surround sound. It sounds like there's surround sound around you, but there's not, so that's really cool too. I have to give you mad respect for this because I feel like you're an unpopular opinion about the AirPods and I have to agree with you on that regard. I have very small ears and I feel like even the tiniest little, I don't know what you call those like headphone bits, but the, like the squishy piece that you put mm-hmm. over the earpiece to make it a little more comfortable. Even the smallest version of those is still too big for my ear and they just fall out. So I end up wearing my Beats or my over like the headphone studio mm-hmm. headphones for recording more than I do my own AirPods. But then that also comes with like the really long cord and it's not the best for running or physical activity which I'm not saying I do a ton of so that doesn't need to be like the the world's most top priority for me but I I, all is to say is that I kind of agree with you about AirPods not being all that in a bag of chips Mm -hmm. like everyone makes them out to be yeah I was about to say like yeah when I'm running on the treadmill I don't want one to fall out and lose it but I'm gonna be honest I do not run on the treadmill ever so that's not really a problem that I have but it is just you know if you're gonna be paying the higher end price for headphones I would want them to not fall out and they do so I'm not paying that shit I I completely get it (laughs) so anyway check out (laughs) Aeroplex yes I've never heard of this brand so I'm happy that you brought this to my attention I'll have to check them out cool All right. You want to go ahead with the small biz? Yes. I'm very excited about this one. I've wanted to shout out this business for a while. And today's small business shout out goes to Homemade Social. 
Homemade Social is a boutique social media agency located in Arizona. They are owned by the fabulous Becca Booker, and their team advocates for a healthier relationship with your social media. And with it being the new year, I know how many of us entrepreneurs and creators and artists are just stressed trying to set our goals for the year, make our content calendars, come up with our marketing strategies, and Homemade Social has one of the best DIY shops on the market. It's filled with resources and templates like a social media proposal template. There's an onboarding checklist. There are guides that break down the different features of different social media platforms like TikTok and Instagram. There are Instagram feed and story templates. I even think they came out with a bunch of sticker templates for like, you know how everybody can link things on stories. Now they have a ton of stuff for that. And I think the best deal of them all is their social media starter bundle, which bundles everything in the homemade social shop for freaking $87. It's on sale right now. It's like a 200, it's over $200 worth of value. Um, But I just had to shout them out. I know the founder and the owner, Becca, very well. She has been a phenomenal and great mentor to me in this online space. And she pours her heart and soul into everything she does. So definitely go check out the homemade social shop. They are so worthy of this shout out. And I just... Genuinely, there are so many people in the online space that have shops and templates and this and that, and you can find 8 million things on the internet, but Becca's resources are top notch. So definitely check out Homemade Social. I will have her shop and the entire social media tools page linked in our show notes. And yeah. Awesome. Well, with that, are we ready to get into our catch-up portion? Yes. Do you want to kick us off? Sure. So starting off with Christmas, it was fun and chaotic. We celebrated four separate times, so it was also really exhausting, but it was really fun. The first first celebration was with all my cousins and aunts and uncles on my dad's side of the family, so that's always fun to get together with them. And then after that, we had my brother and his wife and my nephew over for Christmas Eve, and we played Minute to Win It games, which is like a Christmas Eve tradition in my family, and it's so much fun. Um, but everybody did good except for my nephew. So I felt really bad because it's like the one person that cares if he does good, you know? Um, yeah. but it was fine. He, we were all like, oh, poor Michael. And his mom was like, no, he's old enough. He can lose. It's fine. Um, and then Christmas was awesome. My grandparents came over and we opened gifts and that was really fun. My sister and her boyfriend were in town too. And their dog Pico, who is the freaking cutest. You mean our dog Pico? Yes. Pico was on okay behavior for the trip okay that's we call that progress (laughs) um and then yeah after that we went to visit oliver's family in atlanta which was a lot of fun and his grandma was in town i know i said that on one of our older podcasts that she was going to be there and i was going to meet her and she's lovely so that was really fun Um, i was just about to say how did meeting her for the first time go yeah it was good it was really nice and she well she just retired so she was a teacher so like her and i really bonded over me almost being a teacher. <laughs> but yeah, then we went on a boat ride on Lake Lanier. Taylor, do you know anything about Lake Lanier? Not at all. Okay. It's, it's freaks me the fuck out. Like basically it's a man-made lake that they flooded a whole town. There's entire houses at the bottom. There's cemeteries at the bottom. There's a racetrack at the bottom. It's in Forsyth County, Georgia. So spooky vibes freaks me the fuck out. But anyway, we went on a boat ride there and almost ran out of gas. And we were like the only people out of the boat or out on the lake for a while. So it was just really like eerie and creepy. And I did not want to be there, but I was being nice. 
So for those of you who don't know, Chloe has, what is Thassel? What is that? I don't even know what it is, but I'm terrified of water and I'm very terrified of this water. Like there are so many uh, stories of people like people who have almost drowned in this lake. They say it felt like somebody was pulling me under. So I was spooky vibes. There is a TikTok account. I don't know what her handle is. I'm going to find it. I'm going to put it in the show notes. But she does like all of the spooky lakes. And she's done like Lake Michigan. She's probably talked about that one. And I'm just not remembering the video because I can't see why she would not have talked about that for sure. Yeah. Um, But yeah, major spooky vibes. Yeah, it went viral on TikTok a while ago. Like the first time that I went to Georgia, it was going viral on TikTok at the time. And everybody was just sharing like the history and the stories and like all this stuff. And I was like, I am not fucking getting in that. Like I will never get in that. Like I'm telling you right now, never. Terrifying. Anyway, I'll move on. But yeah, one of the last things that we did while we were in Atlanta is we saw the new Spider-Man movie, which was (gasps) really good. I'm not so good. We saw, you it, saw it. Yeah. I'm not even yeah. like up to date on all the Marvel. I didn't see the one. Who's who's the actor? Andrew Garfield. Is that his name? Yeah. I didn't see any of his movies. I'm not a diehard Marvel fan at all. But when I saw this movie, I just freaking loved it. As a diehard Marvel fan and somebody who grew up with brothers in the OG Tobey Maguire mm-hmm. series. So nostalgic. Such a good movie. There are no spoilers here, but you got to go see it, especially if you're into the Marvel fandom. It's definitely worth Absolutely. it. Absolutely. All right. And then New Year's. Oh, my God. Uh. New Year's was lame as hell. I would love to hear anybody else's fun New Year's stories so I can live vicariously through you. Oliver and I literally sat in our living room and watched Don't Look Up and then went to bed. It was I. Lame. <laughs> I'm going to talk more about New Year's in my section for sure of this catch up. But honestly, no, I'm going to talk, talk about, about it now. It now. <laughs> I'm, I'm canceling New Year's. New Year's is the worst holiday. I'm declaring it. I don't care what anybody says. No matter how hard I try, it is not successful. And I have spent like four or five years of my life trying to plan really, really nice New Year's fun outings for my friends Every year it goes tragically. You either end up spending an exorbitant amount of money on an Uber or a taxi or something, which I get it's always better to pay that exorbitant price than drink and drive. Never want to downplay that. Always pay for the Uber. But when you're paying for an $80 Uber and you're not having a good time, Mm -hmm. you're kind of mad about it. Definitely. I mean, you kind of figure with New Year's you're going to be spending a lot of money if you go out, which is uh, the plan was to go out this year. Um, And so I was like prepared to spend that money. I made my peace with it. I got the coolest dress. I was so excited. And then just people started dropping like flies with COVID and it just really wasn't safe to go out and yeah. So <laughs> I, and I, I get it. We made the right decision this year mm-hmm. by not going out a hundred percent. We'll never regret that. But I'm just at the point of like it's going on year five or six of really disappointing New Year's and plans falling through or not working out the way we wanted to. And I'm getting ready to just admit that the holiday sucks and it's not as great as everyone makes it out to be. And I don't actually think I would have that great of a time going to say like New York and experiencing it there because really I look at on the TV and I'm like. It's just a bunch of people packed in like sardines. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. We were. Can anyone even move? We did watch the ball drop. And yeah, I was thinking the same thing as they were interviewing people. Like the camera pans to them and they all start jumping like they're having a good time. And I'm like, okay, but what about when the camera's not on you? Like, are you even having fun? That doesn't look fun. And they have to wear diapers. It's what? Yeah, because if you're in New York, Times Square, 
and you have to go to the bathroom, you are not getting your spot back. So people wear diapers. Oh my god! Yeah, never. exactly. I, I just my thought. I solidified my decision. And I'm okay. Yep. Yeah, I would not want to go yeah. to New York, but like I would want to go out to like a bar or something. Like I've had, I've gone to like people trying to have New Year's parties before, but then it like turns out to be like ten of us hanging out in someone in someone's basement. base in David's basement. If we're being honest, <laughs> I, I love him to death. I I can't do the New Year's in his basement. I I can't. <sighs> Yep, I don't. I love hanging out with the guy, but I want to shake my ass in New Year's, and I cannot do that in his basement. <laughs> no, it's just so disappointing. Yeah, I, I quit New Year's. I'm not even like I'm at the point where I don't even want to plan anything next year. Like I just I have this awesome dress hanging in my closet, and I'm gonna go to the club in full sequence. That's mm-hmm. just what I've decided. Fuck New Year's. I'm just gonna go to the club. Yeah, I thought about returning my dress, but it's so cute, and so I'm just gonna hold on to it until I have an excuse to wear it. Is that the is that that's the exact same thought process I had, and I felt bad for it because I was like. This is like a $50 dress. I should definitely return this, which I guess $50 isn't that bad compared to what I've spent on like homecoming mm-hmm. dresses or friends' bridesmaids' dresses or my prom dress for fuck's sake. But yeah, it is what it I is. Well, yeah, but then what next year maybe we'll be like, okay, we'll try again and buy another go. dress. I don't want to go next year. <sighs> okay, Taylor, I'm telling you right now, we're doing something next year. Yeah, you want to know what I'm doing next year? Booking myself a one-way flight somewhere and sitting my ass on a beach. Okay, Like, Fair I'm not enough. doing anything. Can I come with and wear our sparkly dresses? Yeah. You know, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to the beach in my sequin oh, dress. Main character. <laughs> main character energy. Yeah. So, actually, if you guys haven't caught the drift, this is kind of going to be like a venting episode, too, because Taylor and I are just not happy about a few things, which brings me to my next point. I am pissed at my phone provider and let me tell you this fucking story okay november 29th i go to the mall in my hometown because my dad is the manager on my account i wasn't a manager on my account so i had to go with my dad i couldn't just go buy myself a phone like the adult that i am paying for it full out by myself whatever so i go with my dad and we order a phone at the store that's at the mall and they're like okay they're on back order so it will be here december 29th And you'll get a phone call when it comes in. So I was like, great. I have to wait a month. Meanwhile, my phone that I currently have is like at the point now where no matter how long it's been charging, if I unplug it from the charger, it dies immediately. Like something's wrong with the battery. My phone is on its last leg. But, you know, that's not their fault. So like, okay, whatever. I'll wait a month. Fine. On December 28th, my dad gets an email saying, your order was canceled. So the day it was supposed to come in, he gets an email. No explanation why. So then I call the store. Well, I didn't even know he got the email at this point, but I know my phone's not there. So I call the store and I'm like, hey, I haven't gotten a call about my phone. Is it in yet? And the guy was like, oh, no. And I don't even see a shipping label. It might not have even shipped. So I was like, okay, weird. But he was like, call customer service and they'll you know, tell you what stores around you have it, which I know that he knows damn well. No stores around me have it. They are all on back order. So anyway, so I call customer service, get it all figured out. They were like, oh, yeah, that store just closed. So all of their orders are canceled. So I know I'm not the only one in this boat. The store just closed. Yeah. So I was like, okay, what the fuck? So I called them and I was like, you know, explain the situation. And the woman was like, okay, we'll order you a new one. And I'm going to put in a request for you to like jump the line, like get priority, whatever, since I did order it a month ago originally. So I was like, great, sure. So that was last Sunday. 
And then yesterday, which was Monday, I wake up to an email saying your order was canceled. Did that store close too? It wasn't even a store. I ordered it through customer service. So I called again and I was like, what the fuck? And I was like about to cry. I was like, I'm trying to go to Mexico next week. I was like, I use this phone for my job. This is going to affect my income. I was like freaking out. And she was like, well, I could order you another one, but they're still on back order. So it's going to be another month. Or you can just get the iPhone 13 Max for an extra $100, which I didn't even want that one, but I was like, screw it. Like, I need a fucking phone. So now I'm getting the iPhone Max. Hopefully, this order doesn't get delivered. But I'm thinking, not I mean, canceled. Yeah, sorry. I don't even know what I just said. I was like, wait, we, we, <laughs> we want, want it to get delivered. To delivered. I want it to get delivered, not canceled. But also, I think they should be paying me $100 for wasted my goddamn time and also give me the upgrade for free. I don't disagree with you on that. That is some bad customer support. I think they should have offered, or at least stipend, the, the stipend, the difference in the cost. Of yeah. The, like that's the cost was a hundred extra dollars, which I was just like, screw it, whatever. It's a hundred dollars. Like give it to me for throw 50. In some free Apple. Yeah. Care? Something. And it's just like, oh, I don't know what to tell you. Sorry. Like, okay. That's bad. I'm so confused for you. I'll kind of chime in my last point after Taylor gives her update because I don't want to steal her thunder from her. But now I may not be joining her on her fun excursions because I'm not about to put myself at risk and not have a working phone while I travel. So I'm disappointed. Yeah. Huh. All right. Well, if I have to get into my updates, I'm just going to call this a series of L's I've taken since we last recorded and spoke. Because really, you guys, that I have a few slight good updates to share, but all <laughs> of it has just been L after L for me. So we'll start with a good one. I finally opened the Nespresso machine my family bought back um, in, I think it was like October. Uh, I definitely updated you guys mm -hmm. about that in an episode. I don't remember which one, but I told you how my dad was forcing us all to use all of the curing K-cups before he was letting us open this Nespresso machine. <laughs> and the man held strong. Every K-cup had to be gone. Oh my gosh. Um, so we finally opened it up. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm not, I, I might be a weak bitch when it comes to coffee because these pods are strong. Like I am going through an experimental phase trying to find an espresso pod I like right now because they are all like, I, I'm a pretty level person. I can drink a lot of coffee. Bro, I have the shakes after like one cup of Nespresso, like it's strong coffee. Oh my gosh. So, if any of you have any Nespresso pod recommendations, please message me. I would love to know. I'm on a, an experimenting like tirade right now trying to find the cough, like the magic cup of coffee for me. Um, but what I can tell you, and they all have weird names for their pods too. So I'm trying to remember, but this, I think it was the Stormio. Strongest coffee I've ever had in my life. I took one sip and I spit it out. I'm a weak bitch. <laughs> I do not like strong coffee, apparently. Like, oh my gosh. So yeah, we're going through an experimental phase with the Nespresso. I will keep you updated on that. Oh my gosh. Um, the weekend after I think we last recorded, David graduated. And 
I went up there. We celebrated him. It was a great time. But while we were up there celebrating him, Taylor decided that it was going to be a great idea to lose her credit card. Oh, man. (laughs) Um, So we went to a liquor store that was like right by his house to restock um, up a couple beers. And I think I literally bought like a bottle of wine for later that night after the ceremony for the dinner that we were going to be having because that's another thing. Men do not plan the same way that women do. And it drives me kind of insane. Like when my parents came up for graduation, I had reservations. I called weeks in advance. Everything was planned. David was calling day of trying to get a reservation at a restaurant. Well, you are not going to get a reservation at a restaurant. (laughs) I I love you to death. That was never going Mm -hmm. to happen. Graduation at a college in a small town like Kalamazoo is just one of the busiest events for every Mm -hmm. business. Like every local business looks forward to that kind of thing because they're all booked and busy. Um, so that was just not going to happen. So we had catering at his apartment instead, which ended up being great. Um, but that's why we went to the alcohol or the liquor store to get more alcohol and have everything for the dinner. Um, I threw on one of David's coats because I couldn't find mine and we were just literally running next door. Um, and apparently put the credit card in my pocket, but lo and behold, I did not remember that I put the credit card in said pocket of his coat and not back in my purse. So I went through when I went to go to the bar later that night and pull out my credit card to pay for a drink and it wasn't there. And I just started freaking out. I am tearing up. I get back later. I'm tearing apart his room. I'm going through all my bank statements, making sure nobody's like found Mm -hmm. the credit card and started using it, et cetera. Thankfully, nobody had. Um, But after two days of not being able to find the credit card, but still not seeing any charges, I made the decision to cancel the card. I I had determined I had lost it at that point. The second I cancel the fucking credit card. David oh my gosh like literally not even two hours later not even two hours later he put on his thing and he sticks his hand in his pocket and he goes hey here's your card i almost wish he wouldn't have told me yeah. he found the card i wish he would have threaded it and told me that it never existed it was gone forever <laughs> um but luckily i got my new credit card literally yesterday and i was getting real nervous because i'm cutting it close to my travel mm-hmm. date which i'll catch you guys up on in a second um but yeah so that's my credit card excursion and so that was l number one l number two was december 22nd taylor decided to come down with the weirdest sickness of my entire life like three days before christmas i did not have covid i will put that out there now i did not have it i we did our due diligence, okay? Did not have it, but oh my God, I was so sick for those like, for like 48 hours. It was so weird. And then it was just like this lingering cough that I couldn't get rid of. Um, but yeah, just weird. Did, did you have a flu? <laughs> right. I, I probably, I, but honestly, these days it's so like, it's so hard mm-hmm. to tell. Like e- everything looks like COVID, but when you test and it's not, and you just don't know what you have. Yeah. Like, so that was weird. Um, it was not ideal to happen before Christmas. But regardless of that happening, I still had a fantastic Christmas. It was very low key. I saw my family's. I saw David's. And that was about that. Um, just very low key. We had a really nice dinner. Um, but my family's not too big. So there's not mm-hmm. much to go around and do. And I also... I've also learned through other people just like when you have divorced parents, how much bigger the holidays get because there's usually two separate families. And if they ha- are remarried, that adds in the remarried mm-hmm. family. So I I don't have that. So I'm just learning like just through other people how big their holidays can get. So oh, that's yeah. always interesting. 
Um, L number three I took in the middle of the week. You know that weird week that we all have in between Christmas and New Year's and no one actually knows what's mm-hmm. going on? Uh, and everyone's supposed to be just like chill and taking it easy. No, not me. I decided to pop a tire on the highway. That was not fun. Um, the first time that had ever happened to me in my eight years of my driving experience, which was a wild time because it also conveniently happened when it was like the beginning of a snowstorm. Oh, perfect. So it was starting to get really cold and icy. And, you know, I had to be out on the side of the highway, like mm-hmm. trying to assess what the hell happened to my tire. Um, spoiler alert, I drove over a, a really big nail. Apparently it was like one of those big steel, like two inch nails. Michigan is just one giant construction zone. I'm not surprised it happened, but the silver lining in this scenario is I was really thinking two years ago, Taylor, when she went to purchase her car and she rejected every single warranty that was offered to her on the car, except for when they came to the tire insurance. And I don't know what came over me, but I just had like this inclining gut feeling that the additional $13 a month for tire insurance while living in Michigan Mm -hmm. was going to be a good idea. It finally paid off. I've been paying $13 a month for about like, what, two and a half years, which is another exciting thing I realized. I pay off my car in October of this year. I will officially be done and own Nice. Which means I will have no debt to my name again, which makes me very, very excited. Um, My car payment is like the last really big thing that I have to pay off. Um, So that's cool. Uh, But yeah, so the tire insurance really came in clutch. And if you're ever offered tire insurance and you live somewhere where there's inclement weather most of the year in our case there's a lot of salt snow ice etc um and because of that the roads are shit and they break down and we have a lot of construction to repair the roads because of it um mm-hmm. so yeah michigan roads are underfunded and your tires are likely to pop at yeah. some point uh, i've gotten two holes patched up from nails in the last year yeah can i just state that my tire popping like the sound that it made was not the sound i was expecting so it was it took me a minute to understand that my tire had popped until the tire pressure like light started flashing and was going all a wire. And then I started to hear like a weird sound when I was driving mm-hmm. and then everything kind of clicked all at once. And I was like, Oh my God, did I mess up my rim? Thankfully I did not. And also I learned that my rims are covered too with the tire Good. insurance. So that's even more lit. Good. I don't know if it's from movies or what, but I have like the biggest fear of popping a tire on the highway and like losing control. I thought that like was typical. But I guess not. Um, or it might depend on the car you have. It, it might depend on the car. It might depend on how big the gash is. I think I had a relatively slow pop. Okay. Because I heard the sound and I drove about two miles down the like highway because mm-hmm. I passed two more exits. And that's when the tire light started to kind of like flash, make weird. But it it was a little bit of a delayed reaction. So I'm pretty sure it popped or like inserted the nail into the tire. It drove over it a few times. Then it popped and then it started releasing air. So I'm going to guess it's all in what you hit and how you hit it and how it tears the tire. Okay. So that fear is still in me then. Yeah. What's that one movie um, where all of the stuff falls off the back of the truck? Oh, shoot. What is that? I think about that all the time. I didn't even see it. I just saw so many memes about it. Because that's a deep-seated fear I have, too, where all, like, the wood mm-hmm. and stuff is going to, like, fall back onto my car. Oh, same. Or even pickup trucks with their, you know, back bed full of stuff. I'm like, no, there's no way that's all tied down well. Yeah, no. If you go over one mm-hmm. big bump and it just goes, like, all that stuff's gonna yeah. come flying at no, me. No, thanks. I will not be behind you. 
Yeah, no. Um, yeah, New Year's was the worst holiday ever. We're just going to skip the New Year's updates. I've already complained about mm-hmm. that enough. Um, and then just for some more fun to end my updates on a more positive note, um, life is crazy. Chloe and I have some of the most insane work opportunities. Um, we're in the process of finalizing some of our largest contracts to date. We will be able to share more about those super soon, but it's going to involve a huge shift in the client roster, the org chart, just a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. I'm excited to be able to share it soon. And I'm also starting to plan to restructure and refile as an S-Corp this year, which means putting myself on payroll, putting other people on payroll. It's scary. I want to vomit. Big changes are coming this year. I feel more like an adult than I ever have before. (laughs) Um, And then... But because of all of that, I now – it's officially my least favorite time of year. I have to deal with all of my tax stuff. Um, and now I get to deal with all of my tax stuff early because the most exciting update I have is that I leave for Mexico on Friday for my first full like remote working trip. And I'm very excited about it. Um, one of the things that drew me most to entrepreneurship and this life in general was the fact that I could create my own schedule. I had an insane amount of flexibility and if I wanted to, I could work from wherever I wanted. Um, But by the time I finally had the flexibility to be able to quit my job and pursue all of this full time, we were smack dab in the middle of a pandemic. It was not safe to travel. In fact, I'm pretty sure at the time that I made the decision to quit my job, there were still travel bans in most of the countries. You couldn't get into Italy. You couldn't get into Mexico. You couldn't get into Argentina. You couldn't get in anywhere. Okay. I should just say Europe. It wasn't even just Italy. It was like all of Europe. Um, so travel was a big no go. And I was really sad about that. Um, And also, I should say, this is not to negate the fact that the pandemic is still going on. It's just now safer to do than it was. Like, countries are open again. I'm still aware of the fact that there is a pandemic going on. I am taking extreme precautions. I have to wear a mask the -hmm. entire time. I am in an Airbnb by myself. This is literally just like a location change. Well, I mean, my friend Liana mm-hmm. is going down with me. And if all goes well with Chloe's phone, Chloe should be joining yeah. us down too. We'll see. Um, <laughs> I'm also scared yeah. to fly in by myself and deal with taxis by myself because I know about two words in Spanish. So like if anything goes wrong, I'm screwed. Oh, I was going to meet you at your airport and ride the bus back with oh, you. Oh, shit. I'm buy my ticket right now. As soon as my phone comes, I'm going to buy Dude. my ticket. Oh, yeah. If your phone co- – no, that was never going to be an issue for you. Um, A, we're not taking a taxi because it's a two-hour bus. You have to fly into Cancun, and it's a two-hour bus ride from Tulum – or to Tulum. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, okay. I, so Liana sent me all of the info, and what I understood was I would take a bus to Tulum and then a taxi to the Airbnb – but I was like, I wouldn't like there was one time even here in Grand Rapids, I took an Uber by myself and I was terrified. I was like, I don't want to do that in another country. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I wouldn't let you know. Cool. There's no way I would let you get from the airport to where we're actually at by yourself, not speaking the language. I was going to buy a bus. Ticket oh, my gosh. You. OK, yeah. If you want to do that, I will definitely probably come. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that was always going. To OK, be yes. Okay. My phone really you. needs to come then. Um, but yeah, 
Not to say that this trip hasn't come without drama, though, because Liana and I are existing off of pure vibes for most of this trip. Um, We had nothing booked until like a week ago. Our first Airbnb actually accepted our deposit, our non-refundable deposit, I should say, and then proceeded to tell us they were double booked. So that was a whole situation. Sounds like it's cause for Uh a refund. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, he did Good. refund us. It ended up all being okay, but we he had to contact Airbnb directly, have Airbnb issue oh my us gosh. the refund. They had to contact us. Like, it was like a whole thing that it just did not need You're to You're like, be. I just want a place and to sleep when I'm there. <laughs> the ultimate irony about this was when we were booking it, Liana literally called me and she was like, it's $100 more to make it a refundable deposit. Do we do it? And I was like, I mean, if you want to add on the cost, that's fine. It'd only be 50 a person, probably for our protection. She's like, eh, we'll probably be okay. And then that <laughs> happened. We were like, oh of my course. God. <laughs> no, like literally, like within a matter of like five minutes, it happened. It was just the biggest eye roll situation. Pure vibes. Um, And then we booked the first Airbnb. Well, I should say the the we booked the Airbnb that we we're staying in now mm-hmm. after, but it took her a minute to accept the booking, which I've never had happen on Airbnb before. So that was a little nerve wracking. And then the second one, we booked at the second Airbnb two days ago. Oh my gosh! We leave Friday. <laughs> Liana didn't even book her ticket to to Mexico, like to fly down until yesterday. I pure vibes like wow. It's just yeah, it's the most disorganized trip I'm I've actually think I've ever taken which is ironic because this is the longest trip I will not be taking this trip will officially be, have been longer than my study abroad program was oh wow I know so that's um interesting for me as a planner to to be feeling like this yeah. but pure vibes, pure vibes. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah so that is about all I have for my catch-ups in terms of the list of L's I've taken since we last recorded I literally when the L's started coming in I started a note on my phone and I was like I can't forget to tell (laughs) anybody about this because the fact that all of this has happened in such a short condensed period of time just it's it just sucks (laughs) I feel like there's so much pressure on the holidays of like everything needs to be perfect and then nothing goes right it seems like every single year and it's so frustrating yeah but that is all for our catch-up episode we will be back next week with a masterless episode we are so excited about it we're going to be recapping all of our favorite and most used products of 2021 and of life in general since you guys know that we are product junkies on this podcast yeah lauren of the skinny confidential was the first person i ever heard do one of these like master list type episodes and i personally always look forward to them and to any other podcast or youtube channel that does master list episodes like that and i'm excited to share ours but not even just that episode we have so many good episodes coming out this month. Like we're going to be doing tips on working from home. We'll be speaking with an interior designer on how to optimize your work from home space. There's just so much good stuff coming out in all of 2022 from this podcast. And we are so grateful that you guys are still here sticking with us. We know it's been a learning process. We've changed the format of the podcast a few times. We're still very much figuring all of this out, but We love doing this. We love chatting with you guys on a weekly basis. We love connecting with you guys on social media and in our DMs. And we are so excited to see where 2022 takes us all as a community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And check out our vision boards that we have on Instagram for what we want to bring into 2022. Yes. Chloe made some 
awesome vision boards for both of us and the podcast. Mm-hmm. Everything's so cute. It's over on Instagram. The graphics. Check out the Instagram in general, you guys. The feed transformation since like November has been chef's kiss. It's so beautiful. Yes. We're so proud. Of I it. love our Instagram. And honestly, I can't keep my mouth shut about anything. So I'm just going to let you guys know there is something so fun and cute coming. I cannot wait. It'll be here like in a week. Okay. So I'm not teasing you too hard. Do I even yeah. know what you're talking about right now? Okay. You do. We Things I sent you like four of yesterday. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm not going to be this person anymore. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. I love you. All right, you guys. That is it for today's episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And as always, we love you so much. Be sure you are following us over on Instagram at CEOish Podcast. We always post polls and episode updates and info about our guests over there. It's a great time. You should definitely check it out. And you should follow us on our personals, of course, at chloew.art and at taygrambiz. Make sure you're subscribed to CEO-ish wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're an Apple podcast listener, be sure to give the show a five-star review. It really does help us out and we read every single one. We will see you CEOs in the next episode. Bye.